and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I am your host tonight, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and I am not joined by T-Roll. I am not joined by Shimato. but what I do have here is my boy Applezag, Zach Markham. What's up, guys? Yeah. So, obviously, uh, Shimato is not with us. T-Roll, he is still gallivanting around the world, uh, doing his own thing, you know. Uh, you know, must be nice. Must be nice. But anyway... Uh, Shimato was unable to consume the content that we were about to talk about today, but my boy Zach and I, uh, we have nothing better going on with our lives, so we were yeah. able to watch Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. That's right, we have some Marvel content here, and we are looking forward to discussing it and just sharing our thoughts on what's going on here. So, before we dive deeper and we get into that... I want to go ahead and make sure that you are uh, following us on all of our socials at Royal Geek Pod and uh, on you know Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all that all that stuff. But uh, also liking and subscribing our our videos on YouTube. Uh, there, <laughs> we've actually had some videos where uh, some people I'm not going to point fingers or say any names or anything like that forgot to hit record. So yeah. you can probably figure out what that is, but I, uh, uh, I pulled a Shimada, man. You pulled, <laughs> technology you failed you. Technology <laughs> failed you. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, all all jokes aside, um, you can ch- always check out our our audio versions because I I'm in here in control of the audio and uh, we're good. We're recording. How about that, Mark? Yeah, dude, we're recording. That's awesome. Yeah, um, Shimato. Shimato anyway. must have bumped into it. <laughs> Shimato, don't blame Shimato for your <laughs> failures in life. Okay, so. All right, so uh, we are going to dive in here to some Marvel yep. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah. So it was awesome to get some Guardians of the Galaxy again because we last saw them over the summer with Thor, Love and Thunder. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it summer or did it come out? Yeah, it was summer. No, yeah. it was uh, November. November. Yeah. Well, no, it was not November. No. What are you talking about? It was... Was it August? I don't know. Anyway, Thor Love and Thunder feels like a, uh, so long ago, and we only get a very small snippet of our Guardians. And uh, this one ha- it was, it's 45 minutes. It's at one of the another uh, Marvel Studios presentations, just like Werewolf by Night. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I enjoy the, the short form, 45 minute, uh, just getting some stuff out there. I, I, I've been a fan yep. of that. Um, Same. So... We see the story that's about to play out, and it's it's, it's a Christmas story, and it opens up with uh, animated uh, Peter Quill talking to Kraglin about Christmas and what it means to him, that kind of stuff, right? Yep. But then Yondu comes in and just and grinches just, it, man. Yeah, he, he pulls a Grinch. He just like d- destroys Peter's perception of Christmas as far as what we're led to believe right then and there, right? Yep. He. Uh, <laughs> He's like Christmas. What is? What? There's no Christmas on this. We're ravagers. We we don't give gifts. We earn what and we take yeah. and that kind of stuff, right? Yep. And uh, it's all in like awesome Christmas fashion animation. And uh, I just, it was great. And then that transitions into nowhere. Uh, we're back on nowhere. We've we've been here before, uh, and we see. Uh, who we got? we got Kraglin, we got Nebula, we got Drax, and we got Mantis. Just talking about. Uh, Peter and uh, how we need to do something nice for him yep. uh, because he's always been there for us kind of thing, right? And he's sad because Gamora's gone yeah. and we need to 
bring Christmas to to him. And uh, anyway, it just it's a funny premise. The the whole premise is Peter's missing out on Earth traditions like Christmas, and they are trying to uh, give him that. Right? They're trying to yeah. they're trying to get let him experience that like one more time kind of thing. Right? Yeah, because he's probably like haven't experienced you know that since he was a kid in yeah, that scene since yeah. uh, i believe it's 88 is when he got abducted so yeah that's that's a, that's quite a long time so yep. um but there have been uh, i want to go ahead and like the, should we do like character breakdowns i think we should do the character breakdowns so yeah um and, and what they do in this episode so we're gonna probably jump around throughout the storyline but uh obviously uh i will leave the main two characters for last but uh Nebula. Let's start with Nebula. Nebula. She's one of the four on top of the on top of the balcony, just uh, kind of talking about what's going on with with Peter. And like, it's it's good to see her again because uh, <laughs> she her her attitude, her lack of mm-hmm. care. It's it, it. Honestly, I find it hysterical. I really do because she's so yeah. serious, but like in a playful way. You know, it, yeah, it's, it's just, very, it's very comedic. Um, and like, I feel like she actually does care, but like, she's not going to show the emotions or right. anything. Like, she's like trains herself not to correct. show that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And that kind of shows later on when they're handing out presents. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I want to, I want to bring how, some now. I, like, now. Uh, yeah. Like, how did you get that? I, exactly. So, uh, she goes up to rocket and she drops down a box and like, she just like throws it down. You hear a clank or a thud, Right, and she's like, "Here, I got this for you." Like that kind of thing, like yeah. uh, all monotone, like angry, grumpy. Right? Yeah. And Rocket's like, "What is it?" Right? And he opens it up. Bucky's arm. Freaking he, Bucky's she, arm, he, dude. She gave him Bucky's arm. How incredible was that when that's when you saw that? Like, I, I did one of those. Like, hold on a second, like a shock, yeah, shock moments. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just really cool how like Marvel can take like throwaway lines from like years ago and then like bring it back, and then everybody remembers it. You yeah, know? it was, it was great, man. I, I love that, and uh, just uh, Nebula's delivery on on the whole exchange was was pretty incredible too so yeah um but yeah i enjoy she wasn't in it that much she was only yeah in no it, it uh, she, yeah she wasn't in it that much um rocket wasn't in it that much yeah but uh rocket uh-huh. i did note like rocket it'll go there next uh rocket interacted with a new character uh cosmo the dog right yeah um cosmo was a uh, was a telepathy dog right yeah. um mm-hmm. who had also a telekinesis that kind of thing right and uh, Cosmo was, appeared to be Russian, right? Yeah. Uh, space program, part of the Russian space program. Mm-hmm. And uh, it would only make sense that Rocket, the talking raccoon, would link up with a dog who has uh, can speak through their mind, right? That only makes sense. Yeah. But uh, their interaction was pretty funny. Um, he was, uh, she was levitating something to hang up for uh, nowhere. And he's like, to, no, higher, to the left, to the left, to the left. And then she just finally just drops it. And then, yeah. yeah. And then uh, later on, yeah, Cosmo, I think she's going to be a good character moving forward in, in Volume 3 because I know for a fact that she's going to be in there. And uh, she brings Craglin, like that little rat thing, and is yeah. like, so excited. And uh, and then she has that scene with uh, Rocket where she was like, just give me that treat thing that you're you're talking about, that yeah. kind of thing, right? And uh, But yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed Cosmo and Rocket's uh, dynamic. It kind of, I don't know, it kind of felt like uh, Rocket and, and Groot in the first movie uh, as far as the way they played off each other yeah um yeah you could definitely see that and then like i don't know i don't know if you got this vibe or not but like Groot kind of seems like he's he's going to be like his standalone character you know or like his own personality yeah like in the other movies like it was him and rocket always you know a like thing him and somebody yeah. else yeah yeah 
I have another theory on why we kind of felt like Groot was on his own in this, and it was because they were trying to save money with CGI. That's what I think. Mm. So we see him briefly in the beginning just dancing with the opening musical number, which, how great was that, right? Uh, they do the, uh, this band is standing up there, and they're like, hey, uh, we we just got these earth instruments, and we were kind of practicing something yeah. for you. And they, they sing this parody Christmas song about what Christmas is based on what Peter Quill has talked to them about. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the whole entire rock jam session, Peter's like, you just picked up those instruments? Like, that's... <laughs> Dude. Um, but yeah, because they were definitely rocking out. It was it was pretty great. I love that. Yeah, but, uh, it was pretty sick. But yeah, you see Groot dancing in the background of that scene. And then we see Groot later on towards the end of the episode. But we, like, we never really see him... Uh, like full on, except when he's with at the very the post credit scene, and yeah. when he's handing out the collages. Yeah, the CGI did seem a little off, like in this in this episode. Which I mean, it's fine. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you yeah. can't be perfect all the time. Yeah, but no. yeah, I thought it was because you know they couldn't get Vin Diesel, you know, away uh, during the holiday season. <laughs> well, he's spending too much time with his family. Family, <laughs> <laughs> family man. Uh, he he did voice Groot. He did. Yeah. Um, and I find it funny that they made Groot look. Like Vin Diesel, like shaped like Vin Diesel, right? Like yeah. he was Alpha, Alpha Groot. Like. Yeah, Alpha Groot, dude. Um, but yeah, so Groot, he was, uh, he was fun to see. He's still obviously a kid ish. He's not necessarily. He's what, like late teens. I feel like late teens now. Yeah, probably, probably around seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, or something along those. Yeah, 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 because he still gets a Game Boy for Christmas. That was yeah. his present. Yeah, that was sick, dude. Yeah, classic Game Boy too. Yeah. So I love that. Um, he'll need to plug in one of those lights, those little like book book lights. You remember that? Or are you yeah. too young for that? Oh, dude, you were Game Boy Advance, weren't you? I had Game Boy Advance. Yeah, SP. yeah, this sucker yeah. over here. Anyway, uh, yeah, Game Boy you didn't have the screen didn't light up. Yeah, so, uh, uh, I'm aware. Yeah, so you had to get a book light type of thing. And, yeah, anyway, whatever. Uh, is that I'm, I'm like, dating myself. You guys had to put batteries in it or something like that. That's crazy. Oh, of course, yeah, something <laughs> like that. All right, yeah. <laughs> you didn't charge it. You put batteries in it. Oh um, wow, man. But uh, but yes. Yeah, so he got a Game Boy. That was great. Um, uh, Peter himself. Uh, I think Chris Pratt did a great job with Star Lord. Um, not yeah. only like just portraying the character like he normally does, but he added a couple layers to it because he's obviously sad. He's missing Gamora. And I feel like you could even tell that just you know based off his appearance. You know, because in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, like his his facial hair is upkept. You know, like his you know. It, you know his hair is a little bit better than what it was. Yeah. You know in this series, like in 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 the special and everything, like he like every, he just let it go. Like his facial hair is like just gone, hair's gone. Like it just right. it is what it is, and he carries like this aura. Yeah, you know, he's got this just, weight to him. Like there's yeah, there's just, something he's dealing with something for sure, and th- which is why he is putting so much emphasis on this Christmas season and yeah. uh, to try to. Gain back a little bit of his old self, that kind of thing. And yeah. his team can sense it. That's why they go out to all this trouble to make Christmas mean something again for him. And uh, I feel like this leads us to uh, Mantis and Drax. And yeah. uh, they are the main focal point of of this entire special. And uh, they come up with the genius idea. And I say genius because those two are the least genius people of the entire crew. Uh, they, they, yeah, they yeah. come up with this idea that they're going to get him the best present ever. And, uh, what about if they got him the best person ever? He's always talking about Kevin Bacon. Let's go to earth and get Kevin Bacon. So I did not know 
I did not know how this was going to go once I saw like Kevin Bacon in the, in, the, in the trailer. It looked funny. It looked like a nice little gag, right? But I didn't, it was like, oh, maybe it's just like a throwaway, like one one scene type of thing. No, they, they went in on this, and, and they yeah. went in hard on it. And uh, I, I enjoyed it. I really thought that uh, Kevin Bacon and everything that he was <laughs> involved in was pretty hysterical, especially like when they mantis and drax like abduct him at his house and the back and forth of him running down the street and um them chasing him down and uh like get the bacon like that kind of thing was yeah. it was it was it was pretty great and and kevin bacon the fact that he was willing to do that was pretty pretty cool yeah uh yeah i mean it, it's it seemed really good uh, it was very uh comedic for sure um i wonder if that was like his actual house where they like filmed that and everything that would be interesting um yeah. part of me wants to say no I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, I'm, yeah okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Kevin went all in. You know, he's like, <laughs> come to my house, I'll do yeah. it. Yeah, um, and I wonder if that was his actual wife on the phone when he was talking to her. Could have been, dude. Maybe. I mean, why not? Yeah, why not? Um, if we're gonna go ahead and deal with that, maybe that's that happened. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but but uh, so not only that, but then they get him on the spaceship after they capture him and run through run, run through the town. Was um, this the same spaceship in Thor Ragnarok or not Thor Ragnarok, but um, Thor: Love and Thunder? Mm. It seemed different. I think it was different. Yeah, I don't think it seemed different. I don't think it was a very, I don't think we've seen it before. I don't yeah, think it was a very unique design. Yeah, I think so yeah, too. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's good to see different variants of of ships and stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, t- they didn't know how to find Kevin Bacon. They just knew they were in Hollywood, and that whole story in its own was hilarious. Yeah. I, oh yeah, I love that. Um, especially like the intro, like when they first get to Hollywood, and it's like, why is everybody staring? Did you remember to put the cloaking device on? Of course I did, and yep. then like he like pushed. I saw you push that. I saw you did like, yeah, very childish, but it it worked. Yeah, it, it panned out. And maybe, I mean, maybe he just thought that they were gonna fly very still. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were. I thought we were gonna get another uh, another nod to him being very still. That yeah. he, yeah, you can't see him, but we we didn't. It's okay though. Hmm. But then they 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 land, and then they get like. Right there on on Hollywood Boulevard, where they are, or I think it's Rodeo Drive. Yeah, Rodeo yeah. Drive. And uh, there's all these entertainers on the side, and everybody's like, "Hey, uh, take pictures." They're all doing this. They all getting paid, getting tips, and uh, everyone's taking pictures with them. And I love the line where they took a picture with Drax, and they're like, "Oh, I can't believe I got a picture with God of War." Yeah, that kind dude. of thing. That was that was great. And is it foreshadow Batista playing live action Kratos? I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, That'd be, be kind of sick. Yeah, to be continued on that one. But uh, that that would be cool to see. But uh, then they're carrying around all this money. They venture into a bar yeah. and they start drinking, and that's when things kind of go like next direction. Yeah. The I thought it was hysterical with Drax in the bar scene where he's like taking shots with all these dudes and uh, just kind of yeah. just kind of letting loose and and he's like, hey, you want to go dance? And yeah. Drax is like, no, dancing is for, for the pathetic, pathetic people. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, dude. <laughs> and uh, how as a as an individual did that person just not be like, oh, I'm gonna stay away from that guy? Instead, they found it like endearing. Yeah. And they were like, oh, come on, let me buy you a drink then, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, pathetic people, I think, would definitely turn me off to uh, yeah, want to have any interaction with that guy at all. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was, it, trust me, it was very comedic. Uh, Drax and David Batista definitely he delivered some, some of his best work as Drax in, in this uh, yeah. special. Mm. And, uh, then they are like laying in the streets, like passing out, like, how are we ever going to find Kevin Bacon? And then they find the, the maps, the Hollywood maps. 
and uh, they go. Uh, they do a little quick montage of them going to different celebrities' houses, and uh, until they get to Kevin Bacon's house. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Kevin Bacon calls the police, runs away. You know, I just want to say, like, Kevin Bacon seems like a very just just chill dude. You know, like if this is actual like a portrayal of Kevin right, Bacon, yeah. like you get this perfect house. House is seems very nice. Very nice. Yeah, modern. That, that yeah. fireplace was like on point. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. like you know, and just made himself you know a snack and sits down and watches you know some old Christmas movies, chilling on the couch. Yeah, like yeah, well, he was by himself. What a like, guy! Yeah, waiting for his family to get home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he he wasn't out or anything like that. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but they do kidnap him. They get him on the ship, and they're talking about <laughs> Mantis. This this is probably my favorite scene of the whole entire thing. This is Mantis and Drax are talking about his escapades, right? And like, we want to hear about uh, how you saved an entire town with dance, and <laughs> Peter Quill saved the entire galaxy with dance. And he's like, "Oh, it's just a character I played." And then they talked about another story, how you like stabbed Jason. And he's like, "Oh no, that was just like, wait a minute, you're an actor? That's so disgusting, yeah. revolting." And then like Mantis is like dry heaving in the corner. Bleh. Like, yeah, and then Drax is like, I hate you. Yeah, Drax is like, I hate you completely. Like, you are scum. <laughs> like, that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, Mantis touches him and is like, you need to be a hero now. Like, uh, and so, like uses her mind powers on him. And uh, and then they bring him in to, <laughs> to uh, Peter Quill as a present. Mm-hmm. But how about that buildup? How about that buildup to the present reveal where the lights start turning on? And you have this moment of... It's a very like, touching moment. Yeah, very touching sure. moment. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, Peter is he's very looks very euphoric and he's like all in the feels that kind of thing right yeah and uh, <laughs> and I love how he starts like walking to 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 find it like Groot is kind of looking at him and then he sees that he catches his eye and he runs away all yeah. child, childish that was that was uh, I thought that was funny too and uh, but then they wheel out the box and he starts to like he's very happy at first and then the box starts moving. And Peter's face. I love how everybody around him is in like pure joy, lights and everything. But then his face goes from happiness to like, what did the heck did they just do? That yeah. Kind of thing. Which, and then he opens the box and it's Kevin Bacon. And he, Peter Quill's like, you used your mind trick on him, didn't you? Put, bring him back. And he's like screaming and don't run. And dude. He ran. It, it was, he ran. Yeah. And uh, it was, it was awesome. It, you got to see um, different perspective of. <laughs> Of, of of Kevin Bacon, like he, he was like, oh yeah, I'm the, I'm the, I'm pretending to be the hero, but now I'm actually my real self and I'm terrified. And then yeah. he like books it. Um, so uh, it was definitely cool to see the different layers of uh, Chris Pratt as well with the acting range that he had. I was really feeling it when he was in the in the in the fields. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, um, it, I mean, it's good to see him like have that moment, you know, again, yeah. you know, because it seems like he's been really going through it. He got robbed. Um, he had robbed from that. From I mean, obviously Gamora was taken from him, and yeah. then and it's not introduced to him, and now she has wants nothing to do with him as of right now. So yeah, Very yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's not, and it's it's that, and then like you know, there's he's got to be carrying some some of the weight from that fight scene and. Um, Infinity War, where like it was because of him oh, that they lost. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, great shout, man. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah, he made the mistake of. I mean, he Got lost his, his composure. Yeah, yeah, he lost his composure, and, and they suffered. The yeah. entire world suffered for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a good scene. And um, but then we get another touching moment when Kevin Bacon and Craglin are kind of having their conversation in yeah. the uh, in the jet where they're about to fly off, and Craglin's telling him a story about well, we just wanted him to 
feel Christmas again, the feeling of Christmas, and yeah. and then Kevin calls his wife calls and he tells him, I'll be late. I got to help somebody about Christmas, <laughs> which. By the way, that's definitely a intentional trope that they did about uh, every Christmas movie special or whatever. It's there's cliche. That, that, yeah, very cliche. Yeah. Um, there's that moment where they're like, "We're gonna, we're gonna bring Christmas back," that kind of thing. Yeah, right? like uh, extra, extra dramatic, like that, yeah. that way. And so, of course, they we had an awesome opening musical number. So, of course, it makes sense to uh, end a, end it in a musical number and. Mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon, lead guitarist and soloist, singer, right? And then yeah. he's in, he's joined by the band. And, uh, they yeah, they sing a great Christmas song, which, shout out to James Gunn for his song selection, right? Uh, he didn't go with the traditional Christmas songs that we hear day in and day out, especially like you and me working yeah, in the re- retail world. We Mariah hear the Carey. same, yeah, we hear the same freaking songs over and over and over <laughs> again, especially now that it's the Christmas season, as you can see by this little small tree over here to Markham's uh, right. So pretty sick tree. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's small. It's uh, we call it the the children's tree, mm. and uh, we got a bunch of superheroes and Star Wars characters and you know Disney stuff on there. But uh, anyway, um, but yeah. So it's it's definitely that he picked some good songs. There were different songs that we hadn't heard before. Obviously, the one in the beginning was definitely made up. But right. um, but later on, throughout the entirety of the special, there were more Christmas uh, music, and it was the ones that are not really uh, like the mainstream Christmas music, which has been great. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, and then uh, we see a big giant gift exchange, which we already mentioned how Bucky's arm was, was fantastic. Uh, absolutely incredible. Gold. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was gold. Um, and then we get the reveal of Mantis and Peter having the conversation. Well, we, we knew it from the beginning when she was talking about the whole reason she had to do this because it was her, her brother, right? So yeah. she's a daughter of Ego. He is a son of Ego. And they are siblings. And so yep. uh, that how touching of a moment it was it when she was like, yeah, I'm your sister. And then he's like, well, that's the greatest present you can ever give me, that kind of thing, right? And they embrace. Uh, once again, Peter Quill, man, he's he killed it this one, man. He went yeah. through... A lot of different emotions, and I'm I was just I was impressed with Chris Pratt, man, because he's always been that funny guy. He's always been the the quippy, uh, snarky, like the remarks are are you know up tempo that kind of thing, right? Yeah. And this one, he showed a lot of range. He really he really dug deep into his emotional set and and made us feel something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was very touching, uh, very touching for sure. And, and I hope you know eventually we can get. You know, to the point where like he get heal and we get that you know part yeah. of Chris Pat and everything back yeah. again and um and I feel like it's really cool to see you know that he's going through this um because it makes him relatable yeah you know to a exactly. lot of the fans that's watching this and everything you can't always be the funny and upbeat person right you know and, there's and you're gonna be going through there's times in life where like you're gonna go through stuff right. And, like, that's where you have to rely on, you know, your friends and the family that you got to push you through just like his did. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned relatable. Like, it's it's hard to relate to Drax, right? Like, he's yeah. he's kind of an unrelatable character. Nebula, you really can't relate to her. Obviously, Rocket and Groot, they're not relatable. Um, but what you can do is you can, you as the audience can can view through Star-Lord's eyes, Peter Quill's eyes, yeah. um, about what he's dealing with and things that are going on. So he's really that, like, audience connection, which... Um, is 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 needed for a, a universe focus of these misfit uh, characters that are space pirates. Yes, yeah, space space pirates. There you go. Um, 
which the, the present exchange was was enjoyable to see. I really I really enjoyed that. And uh, yep. but then uh, let's see, it ends. They return Kevin Bacon home. Uh, everyone hands out their presents and all that kind of stuff, right? And Drax. Uh, Mantis got Drax, the green guy, the little gra- little guy yeah. that she, he wanted that he dropped. Uh, gosh, dude, uh, how about the police fight scene? That was pretty cool, right? Yeah. Um, the The only thing that threw me off is they they did a pretty good pretty good job like portraying like I don't know like I felt like Drax's powers were like portrayed in a different light. Like I didn't know he was going to be bulletproof. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that interesting. was pretty, yeah, that was pretty interesting. And then like, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, he's got alien physiology and like measly earth weapons, right? Like that's, yeah, that's you can write yeah. that off. You can that, that's that's yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, yeah, it, that, sure, we'll go yeah. there. Okay, listen, this this wasn't perfect, right? There was there was its flaws, and if I had to have one gripe about the this special, it was probably. There were moments where Mantis kind of went a little too comedic, and yeah, it was kind of odd. Yeah, I think like she the, um, over the top dramatic, really. Yeah, um, yeah, I would agree with you on that one. But uh, she was—I I mean, I—I I enjoyed her as a character. She was, she was good. I still liked her. Um, but there were just certain scenes where she kind of went like a little bit over. The top. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, uh, I do. Th- I enjoyed the the wrap up uh, finishing of the story with Peter in the animated form, where there he was telling Mantis the real version of the story, where um, Yondu actually like found the present that Peter gave, wanted to give him, and it was one of his like caricatures that he has on top of his dashboard. Yeah. So that only leads me to believe that that was the first one, and he got uh, new ones for various christmases after is what i i took it as that'd be very touching yeah that'd be uh it was a good send-off for the for yondu and and uh, peter's relationship yeah um but uh yeah they brought up they brought in uh yes uh yondu doesn't always know how to communicate or show it but he really truly did care about peter yeah uh, yeah you and you saw that um even like not only with that um that uh animated scene but um, like in the movies and everything. Oh, right, like, right. Of course, that, that's yeah. how that's how we you know got to fall in love with Yondu. Yeah, yeah. Mary Poppins, man. Mary yeah, Poppins. Mary Poppins. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it was it was good. I I enjoyed this special, and I think I think the next thing we need to kind of ask ourselves is uh, we got Werewolf by Night, we got uh, this holiday special. Uh, do you do you feel like these specials moving forward are they necessary and? Like, what do you think the main purpose this will contribute to the MCU is? I think this is. Well, I think it's a content dump. Okay. I feel like that's that's all they're going to be. It's just a content dump, and I feel like it's not going to. It's not going to be anything that's going to be like mainly, you know, pointing towards you know what's going on with the MCU and the phases and everything. I think they're just going to be like nice little um, bonus content. So. For the fans, is what yeah. you're saying, like yeah, it's, just for it's the fans, just, like because uh, it was nice to see movie production stuff with characters who are we've seen in the movies yeah. on a quick little four to five minute on Christmas season, right? They, well, that was nice. It was enjoyable to see Rocket again. It was enjoyable yeah. to see like the gang all back together, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was just, I I want to I want to enjoy these for what they are. Like Werewolf by Night was fantastic, but like where does Werewolf by Night stand in the MCU moving forward? I love seeing 
Guardians of the Galaxy in the holiday special. Yeah. But what is what about this is going to like move forward with volume three? Is it just or is this just kind of, you know, like wetting our whistle on what we're going to get with uh, yeah. volume three? Uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit of that. And then like even with them moving forward with the bonus content, like who's to say they, they won't do callbacks or like go back in time? And maybe bring back a character like yeah. you know Robert Downey Jr., mm-hmm. um, uh, Chris Evans, and you know just just for like a little short, yeah, uh, like a little cameo here and there. Yeah, for that'd the fans. be a little bit more reasonable to get somebody's time for a couple days on set filming yeah. uh, rather than uh, months filming a movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. Especially as busy as those guys are nowadays. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I think I think another thing is that. What the special does for me is gets me hyped for <laughs> Volume Three of Guardians of the Galaxy. Same. Uh, these characters, I want to see them again. Yeah. Uh, especially James Gunn is he is doing something, and he, he's like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be emotional. There's gonna be there's gonna be some moments that are gonna make fans kind of upset." So he's kind of building it up like this may be like the last time we see certain characters, that kind of thing. So uh, seeing them here in this little brief little snippet. Uh, it's 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 good. It 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 kind of catapults us forward to what we're potentially going to get in volume three. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it draws you to the characters more. Uh, gets you more attached to the characters. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it's going to make it harder, you know, if one of these characters are, you know, it's going to be, you know, their last movie. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Um. Any any final thoughts on the holiday special? Um. No nah, man. Um, I do want to point out that the opening Marvel uh, Studios logo with uh, like Christmas snippets from comic books, like uh, the that was the, clutch. Yeah, yeah, I, I did like that, and they had like the 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 bells ringing in the background, kind of thing, right? But uh, it was literally comic books uh, scenes that they took place during around Christmas time. It was pretty great to see. Um, I I did just remember, like, I did love the the uh, dialogue when Kevin Bacon was like on the ship going with uh drax and um and mantis, mantis. yeah and like when they were like saying telling him that you have to be a hero and he's like who like batman like bruce wayne oh yeah you know, they call to dc gosh man so i wonder how they did that so first like, off eternals drops like superman and batman right so that was the first yeah, mcu thing to, to, to drop that and then here we are like honestly i think it's like the biggest flex by marvel like as me being a personal like a dc fan right like marvel is flexing so hard that Batman is just a a minor detail in their universe that they what, built. What would be dope is if they have to like pay a fine every time like they drop the oh, name, and then they drop Batman and Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and like here's the checks. Yeah, here's the checks. Here you go. Yeah, that's like here's here's you probably put like some ridiculous amount of dollars to use the name and the that kind of stuff, and yeah. they're like, we'll pay it. We'll use it freaking clutch dude that was good man that's a good shout i'm glad you brought that back up man um okay well all of that being said from uh the other two fellows from the world geek podcast we don't care about them but uh so i won't say their names again but for apple zacks and myself we really do appreciate you guys out there so please go give us a like follow subscribe at royal geek pod youtube channel all of that good stuff so we appreciate you Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time, you peasants.